Your home is going into foreclosure and you feel like a financial wreck. You don't know where to turn for accurate information. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné. Let's talk about some legal options. If we work quickly, we can propose a plan to save your home, modify the loan, or in many cases even eliminate your second mortgage. The consultation is free. I've helped hundreds of people just like you make informed decisions about whether to save their home or exit it on a reasonable, organized timeline. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. Ninety-nine point nine KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Let's play Beat Mix. It's time to play the game. So everybody scream his name. Beat Mix. Don't be a loser. Beat Mix. You're a loser. Who's ready to beat Mix? I know Josh from Tacoma is. Josh, are you there? Here I am. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Steve, now get out. For those playing at home, Josh has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Bombay, Snowshoe, and Munchkin are all breeds of what domestic animal? Cat. Yes. What does the acronym RBI mean in baseball? Run it in. Yes. What did the lion want in the Wizard of Oz? Courage. Yes. Birdman is the nickname for what professional skateboarder? Tony Hawk. Yes. What seven-letter B word is often referred to as manic depression? Bipolar. Yes. The Bare Necessities is a song from what Disney movie? Lion King. No. How many Olympic gold medals has Sean White won? Four. No. Five. No. Six. No. Mary Jane Watson is the love interest for what superhero? Uh, Spider-Man. Yes. How many seasons did the 90s sitcom The Nanny have? Three. No. Two. No. Five. No. What currency do they use in Ireland? Euro. Yes. All right. And with that, you get seven correct. Not a bad showing for Josh. Not yeah, a bad Josh. Showing. That's pretty good. You were on a roll there in the beginning. He fell off the roll, but get back on it again. He got back on it a little yeah. bit. Steve, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Bombay, Snowshoe, and Munchkin are all breeds of what domestic animal? Uh, dog. No. Cat. Yes. What does the acronym RBI mean in baseball? Runs batted in. Yes. Uh-huh. What did the lion want in the Wizard of Oz? A heart. No. He wanted courage. He did. Courage. Courage Birdman is, is the nickname for what professional skateboarder? Uh, that's Tony Hawk. Yes. What seven-letter B word often is referred to as manic depression? Biatch. No. Uh, bipolar. Yes. The Bare Necessities is a song from what Disney movie? The Bare Necessities. Is that Winnie the Pooh? No. Uh, Don't bother. Necessities. Uh, Jungle Book. Yes. yes. How many Olympic gold medals has Sean White won? He won four. No. Six. No. Nine. No. Nice. Mary Jane Watson is the love interest for what superhero? Uh, Spider-Man. Yes. yes. How many seasons did the 90s sitcom The Nanny, Nanny have? The nanny had six seasons. I did. Nice. What currency do they use in Ireland? Uh, Euros. Yes. 
And with that, you get nine correct, which is a win. Nine to seven. Oh, let's go. Nice. Sorry, Josh. Well done, Steve. It was a nice win for Steve, though. It Six was. to nine. There you go. No, it was no nine, nine to seven, seven. man. What the hell oh, never mind. I was Pay attention, Dad. Sorry. I was hoping for something nice. Okay, I don't know if I need the grunting. Sorry. Okay, Mr. Wimbledon, I don't know if I need that. I was kind of feeling it, man. Wow. You would have got a perfect 10 if you knew how many Olympic gold medals Sean White has won. You were close. Danced all around Three. Oh. Uh, I was way off. Yeah, you were way off. He's probably won a lot more medals in general, but Olympic gold gold ones, only three. He was a rock star for a minute. Yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah. yeah, he had the big red hair, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I don't know why. I always thought of Carrot Top whenever yep. I saw him. I actually yes. did too. Yeah. Well, congratulations on winning. Thank you. All right. So there was a, a recent poll that was done where they asked people what were the most common social media sins we commit online. <laughs> I didn't know there was such a thing as a social media sin because pretty much. I mean, it's a whole central on social media. So they actually have sins. They actually do have rights and wrongs. It is funny though, right now, like the 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 the, the chatter about Threads right now, and of course it will change when more people start being more interactive on it. Is that it's a lot more pleasant than Twitter and other social media platforms. Like people are in a pretty decent mood on Threads right now. But you know, give it time, miserable people will come through. Ground floor is always fun because yeah. you feel like you're ground floor and everybody is like-minded on ground floor. Yeah. We're all here in this new thing. We all want something brand new. We want to be peaceful. And some jackass shares their opinion and everything falls apart. Why are you looking at me when you say that? I wonder how many of these you commit because- Yeah, I commit a lot. I, sometimes when like, you're telling us the stories of you on, especially on Facebook, I feel like you're constantly in some kind of drama on Facebook with somebody. I kind of am. Yeah. Number one, arguing with random people. Yes, you, you, that's me. You jump into arguments that you aren't even invited into. Am I the only one that does this? Yes. On our show? Yes. Because I'm part of groups. That's why it's random people. Because I mean, I, you know, I thought, hey, I like this TV show. Sure, I'll join this group. No, having no idea that it was going to be just troll central. It was just, and I do believe with now with ChatGPT and everything, I really believe people make it like these, these, whatever it is, they make it look like they know the show you like, but then they act like idiots. And so it's like, I don't think they, I just think they're trolls. I don't think they even watch the show, but they just know enough to piss you off. But then why would you, why, who cares? Like, just don't respond to them. Yeah, see, I'm not that guy. But he needs to let them know his opinion. Are you hoping to change their opinion? Yeah. Has it ever happened? Oh, I have no idea. It's, they, they don't, You'd be they, a great Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. <laughs> they don't respond back, so I don't think that they... I, they probably haven't, but they don't... But I like... Here's what it is. Any religion where you're knocking a Mormon... Like, where you knock on the door trying to convince someone to change their religion. And yeah. Like, how, what's the success rate on that? It can't be very good. Uh, apparently, it must be good enough to be able to continue to do it, but... It's, part of the pro- it's all part of the process, my friend. Here's the win for me on social media when they don't respond back. Mm. Usually, if somebody is that winning, or is that just someone just like I don't have time for this? Oh, I it's again, it's the original troller. So the original troller has some kind of time. They can't use your excuse. Like if you troll, you can't go. I don't have time for this. Oh no, no, you already made time. You can't then make no. it like it's that like oh you have find something better to do with your life. You've already jumped into the troll. I've pond. seen that lots of times on like Twitter. Someone starts like someone says something stupid. The argument goes on. The guy's like I got better things to do than have this conversation. I'm like well, no, you kind of started this whole conversation. Like you didn't have better. 
better things to do. Exactly. Or you never would have even spewed your stupid opinion. That's the win for me. Uh-huh. When the person answers like that, well, that's so what do you do response? with that win? Do you like put oh, up like Oh, I go out, have a party, maybe have myself a little. Do you like uh, a board, like, what, yeah. like a check mark on the board? In my head, I do. Okay. <laughs> How about this? These are the sins of social media. Posting something when you were angry, then regretting it. I stopped doing that. I used oh, to you that at least you admit more. you did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when you're younger, you just get angry about something. And you go on social media, and but it's like nowadays, I just look at it. And I'm just like, why? Why? Just stay away from social media. Facebook memories will remind me of something. It's always from like 12 to 14 years mm-hmm, ago. Mm-hmm. It was around that period of time where I just was sharing it, and nothing like awful, like nothing incriminating. No. But it was always like just a like. I'm mad that I didn't get a nap today. Yeah. I'm like, you really needed to share that. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of stupid. Steve Miggs was having a Coke Zero. Yeah. Like <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. Again, it's you know, it's your journal. You know, that's really it what was. it was. It was your it was your journal that you decided to put on a bulletin board for everybody to see. But I hit a point where I finally like I noticed like it's like after about twelve years, like something happened where I'm like, I'm not ever posting negative stuff on social media. Oh yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I now try to be more helpful. Like I've tried to reform my ways and just be nice. Mm. I feel like, well, let me be the nice guy on social media. Let's see how that goes. I would also uh, put an amendment to the angry one and also don't do it while drunk. Oh, I honestly, I've, I'm pretty good about like the times where I've like gone out partying with everybody. Sure. I'm usually just busy being drunk and having fun with my friends that I don't even think to go on social media, thankfully. Good. I see a lot of people. That's number four on the list, by yeah. the way. Is yeah. it really? It's a <laughs> social funny. media sin, number four. Don't do stuff while you're drunk. No. Yeah. I, 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 there have been times where I'm like, oh, I should post this. I'm like, it's clearly giving away that I'm wasted. Have you guys I, heard I, of, I shouldn't. Have you guys heard of this podcast, Conversations with People Who Hate Me with Dylan Marin? Somebody just turned me on to this where it's a dude that uh, he's a gay guy that got so much hate. Like he would get all sorts of – so he called the people that basically posted. He, he tracked them down, okay. called them, and then got their permission to record conversations. And now he's done this for five years on his podcast where he has conversations with people who hate him. And it is fascinating because it's... It's actually pretty funny. Yeah, he reads the angry posts and everything. And I thank to my buddy Sean for turning me on to this because I watched a couple. He's, he's done one. He's got a whole documentary about the hate of Jar Jar Binks and just what that's all about. Uh-huh. And that's pretty fascinating too. But you hear people basically say what Danny and everybody... It's like, dude, I was in a bad mood when I did that. I was just wanting to be mean to people. I, it's interesting when they're, yes. fo- they're forced to basically face their tweet, face their angry Facebook message. It's a fascinating podcast, Conversations with People Who Hate Me. And um, you get to see that, yeah, it's a journal that people really have just don't realize you should be writing this down where people can't see it, not where people can see it. Right. I always think about that sometimes when like, someone's like really like a jerk on our text lines. And if you write them back more often than not, not always, but that's something like, oh, I didn't even know you were going to read this. I, 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 was, I, just, I had a hair out of my butt, whatever. I, you know, and but it's like I remember there was a person that used to work in our building. I can't remember who it was, but they they would get negative tweet. Navy. No, <laughs> they would get negative uh, text, and they would call the person. Oh, and I was like, wow, that's awesome. That's really like that's that's a little extra. I love that. See, that is that's half the idea of this guy Dylan. Oh, has. I could see you doing that if yeah. you get their permission, put it on the air. How yeah. great would that be? It, it, it definitely is an interesting like kind of like like. Like it's a study of somebody's mindset. Yeah, and also the other side of it, too, because you get to see, like, it hurt this guy so much that he was like, you can see where it's like, dude, why do you let this bother you so much? Yeah, I always loved, like, I, I thought it would always be an interesting, like, documentary or a docu-series on trolls. And, like, just find out, 
you'd have to have cameras on them all the time, but like, what are you doing at that very moment that led to you to go on social media to like bitch at somebody or be a jerk to somebody? Like, what's because obviously something's going on in your world to make you that miserable and that angry to to want to like lash yeah. out on some random person you don't really even know. Now you know why I spend so much money on therapy. Uh huh. Because that's the qu- I get asked that a lot. It's like I, they'll be like, "So how'd you do with Facebook this week?" Well, why are you posting so much on Facebook? Well. It was a successful run. Yeah. You should have like X amount of days since the last Facebook incident. I really should. I, uh, I, I, I almost did. Boy, I almost got on there just today. To argue about what? Well, Star Trek, you know. I, I, I like my... <laughs> but you know what? I got a positive response, though, from the actor. It was nice. The a- People are going after this actor, uh, okay. Melissa Navia, and she plays uh, the pilot on the new Strange New Worlds. Now, here's why I like this poor girl. The first season, she's recording, the sh- you know, she's doing the show, and it's being broadcast while they're doing the second season, so they don't even know how successful the show is going to be. But then her husband dies. Like, she's a young person, and so she's a young widow. And so while everybody's excited about the success of the show, she's grieving the loss of her husband. So mm. she's been through a lot. So maybe I feel like, okay, can we not be mean to this person? Right. I mean, for crying out loud, you know, she's an actor, she's doing her job, and yet here are, you know, and I don't know if people are aware that her husband passed away and it's been really a tough time for her. You don't know with trolls. Like, are they really targeting her because they already know she's in pain? I don't know. And so, but I was like on there going, hey, the hell with what they say. I love your character. A lot of fun. And she gave it a heart. And I at least go, all right, I did something good on social media. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. Hey, you got something to say? I got something to say. Yeah. They're wild, <laughs> rapid, and on the loose. This is Listeners on the Loose. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It is Listeners on the Loose, brought to you by Snoqualmie Casino. Listeners on the loose, 206-803-ROCK. That's the number to call. That is the number to text, 206-803-ROCK. When you get through, do what Steve wants you to do. And that's just show some energy and bring it, BJ. Otherwise, we're going to have to gong you. And then say goodbye. Goodbye, old friend. Call us, text us, 206-803-ROCK. Uh, earlier we were talking about things that kids cost their parents a lot of money and just because like, there's a kid that ended up racking up like $4,000 in yeah. Amazon.com purchases because she was playing with her mom's phone. So people have been texting it with the things that they spent or cost money. Uh, and one of the things that I forgot all about this, remember there was once a time, and even somebody said, the kids don't understand it these days, but there was once a time you got charged per text message. Yeah. And we have a lot of texts about that. So uh, we always took family trips to Maine, and it was the late 90s. My brother and I had cell phones, and we called our friends on the free nights and weekends. We didn't know that didn't count when you're roaming. My parents got a $1,500 cell phone oh, bill. Oh, yeah, roaming. Oh, man, that was a thing. Another text that cost my parents $800 in text messages uh, in the seventh grade. Isn't that so crazy that now you can text as much as you want? But, like, why did it cost so much then? It's, it's nuts. Yeah, another person. When my daughter was in high school, uh, the, the cell phone charge per text, I got a $2,000 bill. Airport. Yeah, uh, that's right. You really. Because yeah, you had minutes. Yeah. This is crazy. Like, everything's now unlimited. I mean, I, mean I, I think some younger people might remember when, like, data wasn't unlimited. But yeah. even that's now, like, you can just do whatever you want whenever you want. Uh, you have to pay for it. And, yeah, yeah, and, monthly. Yeah, and you still can even kind of go over it, even though they go, you have unlimited, but guess what? You've gone way further than you should. I know. It's so funny. Cause like, you go over, and then your internet's going to be slower. I'm like, oh, thanks. Thanks for that. Okay. Uh, Unless, of course, you pay for the super boost. 
I ain't doing that. Yeah, well, yeah. you yeah. know, <laughs> I just uh, I just checked out the new Max because HBO Max is changing to Max. Yes, because Warner Brothers is like merging everything. So they're I shortening guess. it. Uh, yeah, they're just calling it Max. And, and you know how HBO has a little O with a circle and yeah. like a bullseye? Now the A will have a bullseye in Max to remind me that it used to be HBO. I, I hear a lot of them are doing that. I heard Peacock's also shortening theirs. Oh, really? It's going to be... <laughs> the P. Yeah, that's what it is, the yeah. P. Yeah. What else would it be? Uh, I don't know. You're right. P's about the only thing it should be. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, They're like, we're going to shorten ours, too. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, Max is like, hey, man. Yeah, man, we, look at what we're, we're giving you all this stuff. And by the way, uh, you can keep the regular price. Of course, we're not going to give you a 4K, and you can only have two devices watching us at the same time, and you can only download 30 shows. But for 20 bucks a month, woo! Excuse me, for nineteen ninety nine a month. Damn. Oh, my God, four devices at one time, and you can download 100 shows, and we'll give you everything at 4K. Give us more of your money, please. So did you do it? Not yet. Yet. But I will. Yeah. How about I, how about I, I, look, there are times when Joey D's, myself, and my wife are watching HBO, and we can't. Like, one of us has to go, okay, we're not going to do it. Has that happened? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who, so was it Joe's the one that he's the first yeah, to go? Yeah, Joe's, Joe's like, uh, well, no, it's, it's first come, first serve. And so, usually. You pay your bills? You get, you're, you're first come. Well, you got to kick him off. He's got to get off. Well, that's just how it is. Well, yeah. Okay. He's, you know, he's up in Northgate. I'm on Mercer Island. Get off there, Joe. I sure will, Dad. Be right with you. Just call D. Ted Smith. He lives near him now. Oh, so now I'm going to call Ted Smith be the muscle. All right, He'll bang on the door and be like, turn off HBO or the Max. All right, that's what I'm going to do. Ted Smith's coming. Don't disturb me during my peacock time, okay? All right, yeah, that's a whole different thing. I'm baiting! All right, let's go to uh, Edgar and DuPont. Edgar, you are on the rock. Hola, gentlemen, how are we doing today? Good morning, Edgar. Welcome to the show. What do you got for us? Okay, well, I had to uh, mask my true name because I don't know if my coworker is listening to this wonderful station of ours. But, Dude, uh, I, got, I got news yeah. for you. I, I, yeah. Edgar, I knew exactly who you were. Same. Yeah, dude. You, like, he sounds just like this other guy that yeah. calls in. Dude, you that's are. not named Edgar. It's not working, dude. We know exactly <laughs> who you are, which means your coworker. I'm trying. I'm, you a, I'm yeah, trying. No, you're not. You're failing, Edgar. Edgar you are you, failing. Well, you, you have a very I'm noticeable failing voice. Upwards. Edgar, <laughs> why Edgar? I'm trying, so, uh, I'm trying to save you, Edgar. If you really don't want your coworker to hear what you have to say, I am trying to save your life right now. We know who you are, and so if we know who you are, the person that works with you every freaking day who knows your voice, which is a very distinct voice, will recognize you. So do you want to say your real name, or do you just want to go, maybe I should cut Or change your name. Change it to what? I change your voice. Hello, I'm I talk like this? Is this masking my voice well enough? Actually, it's not bad. It's a little bit better. A little more raspy. Yeah, can you give us a little... Okay, I will talk like this. Talk like Batman. My co-worker. I'm Batman. Can you talk like Batman? Where's the trigger? Co-worker, you need to work better. You are going to get fired. You must work harder, co-worker. Okay, that's a, uh, okay. Wait, are okay. you are you calling to complain uh, about your wait, <coughs> Edgar, not Edgar? Uh, are you calling to complain about your coworker? Uh, I was actually going to ask you guys if you've ever worked with somebody that everyone else in uh, the office knew that he was going to get fired, but he doesn't. That was my question. Oh, so you guys, you know for sure. I don't know how you know this because that's an HR nightmare. But you literally know for sure he's getting fired. Well, paperwork is being made up. It's going to happen oh. eventually. How do you, one of those coworkers. I thought he went into the freezer and there was like a cake that said, farewell, Bob. Okay, so 
if paperwork is being made up, usually the person that's getting the paperwork made up about them has to be informed. So how is it that you know about the paperwork and everybody else in the office does, but he doesn't or she doesn't? Because he's constantly in late. He's not paying attention to what's being said around him. No, they have to um, They have to inform him. If they're, if they're making a paper trail, you have to be informed by the company that they're adding some negative stuff to your file. That's, that's what they got to do. I'm pretty sure things have already been said to him, but he honestly just does not care. So what are you asking me then? So, so the idea I, is I was that, just wondering if you've ever worked with someone of the similar caliber that just does not care. Everyone else knows that they're going well, to let me ask you get this. fired. I know you're asking me if I ever have, but really the big question is, why does this bother you so much? Because apparently it does. I mean, yeah, we've all worked with people that are really horrible at their jobs, but Vicky and Steve still get to stay. Nothing I can do, just how it is. Who's um, Steve? I don't know the Steve yeah, guy Steve, you're talking he's, about. You know, he's kind of a, you know. Thrill? Yeah. Thrill's very hard work. Thrill is. He's, at, uh, he's in yeah, the office right now. Is he really? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, good for I, him. I care I care because I can see some potential in the guy. He, I just really wish he would care a little bit more. Oh, That's look all. at I, this! I care because oh, I care boy. because I see potential in there, but he's just not doing it. Well, this is the thing in life that people like you and me, because I have a similar bend to myself, where we look at people and think we can change them or wish they would change. My friend. I have been trying that for years and driving myself effing crazy because really at the end of the day, if the dude doesn't want to care, that's his right to not care. It's his right to lead his life how he does. So that's why I asked you and that's why I asked myself, why do I care so much? Like, it's not even my life. If the dude's running around and they go, we're going to fire you. And he's like, no problem. Well, then that's his right to be that way. What a weird vibe, though. Like, when I mean, you're at work, and you know, it's like a dead man walking kind of a thing. You're just like, oh, that guy's getting fired next week. But he knows. Should we invite him to happy hour this week? Oh, I mean, definitely. Is it worth it? Oh, let's have a, make it the send-off. The big send-off. Yeah. So get drunk and be like, hey, spoiler alert, you're not here next week. Yeah, and especially when you see potential in someone. I love when that happens. It's like, yeah, but look, I, and, and you know, I'm going to use my son as an example. Uh-oh. What did I do? Well, no, I saw. I'm going to. There's potential in you. When you were oh. younger, and this, I had to learn this. This is this was one of the moments when I was a bad parent. Well, I probably still am. Uh, Joey was really good at the game Magic the Gathering. He was really good at the game. He won a college scholarship because he played that game so well back when Wizards of the Coast used to give them out mm-hmm. to kids. He's on par with his basketball playing abilities. Oh no, he was much better. Still oh. a bench player, but we're working our way up. No, okay. no, no. You, you really. You, that was the one thing I'm like, this kid really does have a, he understands this game. He's really, really good. And I tried to push him like one of those, you know, like basically uh, like pageant the, fathers. Yes. Yeah. And Joey, I saw the potential, saw the potential. And Joey's like, dude, I just don't care enough to be at the level that you want me to be at. And for, and he was probably 10 or 11. So imagine this conversation that he's got to go, dude, please, what are, what are you doing? Good I just for him for fun. acknowledging that and be like, look, man, I'm not, I'm not that guy. But I felt like the movie Whiplash, like maybe if he, I, I've got to just tell him, I, maybe he doesn't know that you got to be work hard. You got to, you just got to sacrifice and you'll be great, great, great. And maybe you, uh, you turned him off. By being so pushy. Oh, I sure I did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that conversation. I kind of wish oh, I did. Oh, dude, you lost your magic cards, and I remember thinking, "Oh, this that ha- conversation." But I he mean, blacked out after that because of how bad he was. Huh? I, I personally think that's why he lost them. I think he was just like, you know, there's one way for me to get out of this. I just, just won't have cards, cards to play. Ditch the cards. <laughs> I have one very specific memory from that trip because that's when we were in, I believe, Disneyland or yes. Disney World, and. Yeah. 
were riding back on a bus, and I had forgotten what was about $500 worth of product. And these were your tools to win. It's like, Steve, you go into a hockey game and not bringing any of your hockey gear and going, oh, my God, I've got to be goalie and I have nothing to wear. I did forget my goalie stick one time when we did a Spokane tournament. Yeah. That's pretty much what he did. And again, $500 worth of cards, so not easily replaceable. So we're on the bus, and I'm on cloud nine because this is like my, my dream. Like I'm playing my favorite game. I'm yeah. in my favorite destination. And I had just gotten this really cool, like almost like goalie shirt, but Magic the Gathering style. So I forgot the $500 worth of product, but I remembered the shirt. And I turned to my dad, and I was like, hey – I don't have any of my cards, but I still got this cool shirt, and he just lost, I lo- I lost his it. mind. I so did he take I, the shirt and chuck it out the window? I have no idea what happened to anything. I, dude, so blurred now. Oh, dude, the amount of cussing. We had to take a bus back, buy new cards, and he is the whole time throwing me under the bus to these people being like, oh, look at this genius over here making me spend all this money. I was, what are I you was hoping so they're going to give you a discount for being a terrible father? I really was hoping that. Like, sir, this is crazy. Today is terrible dad day at the store. Dude, it 10% was... 10% off. Dude, he's had a, a history of losing stuff. So I was so mad. I mean, really, I was mad at myself. It's like I should have taken those cards. He just – this is what he does. He just doesn't control his stuff. He doesn't keep – of course, he's so happy about this jersey he got that basically was like, I'm a great player, except I don't have anything to play with. I lost eight jackets when I was younger yeah. over the span of like a year. Dude, I want – Well, I mean, I've witnessed you lose things as well, like money yeah. in Vegas, quite a bit of it. Yeah. So much of it. Yeah. So it was great because I thought I was the champion. I'm like, well, this time I didn't forget my clothing. No, I just the forgot clothing. the other part. So that's when I Baby learned yeah. enough of me seeing the potential in people. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with it. Let them live their life how they want to live it. I'm not yep. going to be. I'm not going to be concerned anymore. And I feel like that's probably good for anybody who really you're getting in somebody else's business, and that's not your business how he wants to be. Even hopefully, if you think he could be better. So hopefully, Edgar, not Edgar, you take that to heart. Oh, that's totally like. I like he's like I'm Edgar. I'm like this does not sound no, like. Guy. This is a guy we know a lot. I know this guy. He calls in a lot and. Unless there's another person that sounds just like him, and his name is Edgar. And he has a very distinct way of greeting people. Yes. Hello, good gentleman. It's like, well, everybody knows you at the office. You're that guy at the office. It's greetings and salutations, good people at the office. You're never going to disguise that with a different name. They're going to know that's you. You're so distinct in voice and also presentation. That made my day. I know. It's like, okay, buddy. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. It's listeners on the loose. You pick the topic, you guide the show. 206-803-ROCK, that's the number to call. That's the number to text. We've got Ken in Seattle. Ken, you are on The Rock. BJ Shay. Who cares? What you got for hey, us I got today, a little Ken? treat. I got a little treat for Steve. You ready? Yes. Oh, here we go. School bus horn. That's aggressive. I like it. <laughs> we, I'll, I'll, I have two oh. horns. I got the regular one, too. <laughs> oh, wow. So what, what, what grade school, what, what, what ages are you, are you driving around? Uh, I got them all. High school, middle school, elementary, you name it. Uh, right. What are the worst? Yeah, Which age is the worst? Good question. Middle schoolers by far. Yeah. Really? That. Wow. I you know they I, haven't quite figured out what's cool and what's not cool, so they think they're cool, but they're not really. Uh, you ever just want to tell them you're not as cool as you think you are? 
No, I like to, but I don't. You want to keep your job, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've, and look, Ken, we have had many stories we've read about really bad school bus drivers and what they've done. So good for you <laughs> that you understand how to be like a, a good school bus driver. Oh, yeah. you got to let it roll for sure. Oh, thanks, man. appreciate that, Ken. Steve you is rock. so happy. Again, uh, Steve, who really embodies a five-year-old, once you decide you want to just beep that horn, and especially the bigger the vehicle, the better. It gets me really fired up, man. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> so I look at you, and I'm like, why can't I have that in my life? Why can't can. something as simple as a horn just make me just gleeful? Just open up your heart and your mind to open it, man. Up my, well, <laughs> I don't think your mind is... I don't think the mind is involved at all. Fine. Yeah, I think it's you know that's hey. I'm not putting you down. You, I think you're able to close it. So as it makes speaking of me being an idiot. Yes. Says, I saw your Instagram post. Haha. My wife makes fun of me all the time as well for this. Wherever we go, Disney, Universal, the Space Needle, Times Square. I always buy those tourist pictures. LOL. So we went oh, to the aquarium. What? You you did it again? And once we get there, I am a sucker for the tourist pictures. I know they're dumb, but they're fun memories, and that's why I always end up doing it. So. Uh, we get to the aquarium, and then once you first walk in, you stand in front of this backdrop, and they take a picture. And then when you get to, like, a kiosk, and you can go look at them. So my wife and Tatum, they go off to go look at the fish. And I'm like, oh, I'll go look at the pictures, which is always not smart. Like, my wife, every time she's like, she even tells me, like, you're not going to buy them, right? I'm like, no, I'll be fine. And I go in there, and I see them, and I'm like, it's 30 bucks, but it's <laughs> kind of a fun picture. So I pay for like the ones where you can get them digitally and then also the ones where they print four of them for you. So oh, I'm like, oh, I'll give them to the grandmas. Nice. Then they send you the email with the digital prints. And man, dude, it is the funniest thing. And it's $35 well spent in my eyes. My wife thinks I'm an idiot. But they Photoshop you behind like a giant octopus. Oh, and yeah. And then jellyfish. Oh, yeah. And then in front of like the pier in the most like non-believable <laughs> way. Like these are the worst Photoshop jobs. That is so fantastic. Like I'm standing in front of giant fish. Oh, yeah. There we are in front of the great oh, – it's on look, my Instagram uh, at I'm Steve Mix. Oh, my God. You look bigger than the wheel. Right. There we are. It's like a, a sea otter. It's the same picture, which is so great. Oh, it's only one picture they took. Yeah. And it's so bad. I and I was it. like, I've never been more happy with this purchase. Like, there we are just standing in the body of water because apparently we had the same skills as Jesus. And we're just standing there on water with a river, an otter Dude, this is, you're right. This is the best money I ever spent. That's what I'm Those saying. Those pictures are hilarious. The last time I spent a good chunk of change on that was the time that I spent money on the picture of Tatum on a horse at the Washington State Fair. <laughs> Also, I thought was a great. That was like that, now that was a good picture. I agree. Yeah. That was that was like that's also on my Instagram, <laughs> and that was like thirty dollars well spent as well. I love that picture. She looks so like bad. she's like she looks like she's just out riding the, the Ponderosa. She's one out of, there on the farm. Dude, one of my friends thought that was a stuffed horse. They're like, I don't know how I feel about her just sitting on a, a stuffed horse. She's like going to Yellowstone. She's ready to rock. Oh, I don't know, that horse was alive. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that horse looks like it's like, dude. Can you please just put me out to pasture? I'm done. <laughs> Right. That horse Doesn't, looks so depressed. Anyone eat glue? I'm good. I'm sick of having all these stupid kids sit on me. Yeah, that horse really looks so sad. Does anyone else do that? Does anyone else buy the tourist pictures, or am I the only idiot on the Sarah, show? Sarah, last time we were in Vegas, Sarah made a great deal. She like she wore the people down. Oh, she like, she haggled them. Yeah, well she she did the she did a version of haggling that was very surprising because. We were just sitting at a table having di- like dinner. You know, it wasn't like we were in this like place that you would say, "Okay, let's get some pictures." Mm-hmm. You know, it was like a roller coaster or the aquarium. We're just at a place having dinner, and this Vegas photographer just comes around and's just taking pictures everywhere. And Sarah, how did you how did you get the deal of deals with this? So they come by and they ask if you want a group shot, and you immediately think. 
oh, we're going to have to pay for this. And then she's like, no, no, no. No, you get it for free. And so we're like, okay. So they take a group shot of us. The thing is, and then they ask, like, okay, what's the special occasion? So, of course, I was like, I'm getting married. So then she did some solo ones with J-Rubs and I. And then I might have told them that Joe and Danny were getting married as well, so they could do some solo ones, too. I was present for this? Yes, you were at dinner. You, you were drunk, dude. Oh, okay. It was so funny. They are look up, the girl, the photographer was like, oh, happy couple, and went to Joe and Danny, and Danny got really into it. Joe was like, what is happening? Right. And Danny doesn't remember, because again, that, he had That was beverages. after the yard-long margaritas, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, Danny's yeah, long nap. Yeah. So then she comes back and gives us all like a very little small picture, right. and then shows and she puts them in frames. That's how they get you. So they, they yeah. Photoshop you, put you in frames. And I loved the group shot and then the one of J-Rubs and I. There was a picture one and a black and white one. And I just could not make up my mind. I was like, I don't know which one I want. I don't know. I don't. And I was taking way too long. The girl was like, She's like we're you, can, money. you can have them both. Both for the prices one. Just take them both. And I was like, oh, thank you. My indecisiveness finally paid that off. That worked out great. And let me tell you, my husband was not happy at all with this. It was 40 <laughs> bucks. And he was like, you're yeah. going to waste $40 on these stupid pictures. <laughs> And I'm like, yes, you're gonna waste it on a casino. So, and this, and these are the only pictures I have framed for my wedding right now. And they are, they are right where I can see them. We are getting our money's worth. They really are good pictures, but I do agree with J Rubs that you probably could have just. I was so mad. I got a picture in front. We took, we spent the money I bought when we ride the ducks was around. I would, I would pay for the picture so we could hold the thing and make the picture. And it's like pretend you're driving. Thirty dollars gone. Yeah, and you took one in front of the Great Wheel downtown Seattle one time, oh. and now when they don't even take you, you don't even get a picture in front of the actual wheel. They take a picture of you with like a green screen, and then they Photoshop oh. the wheel behind oh, that's you. Yes, come on. But I was wearing a shirt that had like a flannel shirt that had green in it, <laughs> so I'm like partially see through. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Steve's the Invisible Man, and my wife always Pearl Harbor exhibit. Like we're sitting in front of one of the giant, like you know. Oh yeah, and and, and taking a picture there. Yep. And I was like, when are you not going to do this? Like we have cell phones. I'm like forever. Yeah. But then, but then you have to work to print out the picture and frame it yourself. It's instant, Boom. right? Like the one, the one I have for my bachelorette party is we're at a, a drag brunch and we're all in our wigs and matching outfits, and they did the same thing. They came around with the, the the photos and they took them and then they frame and you're just like, that's so beautiful. Or they put them in that cardboard thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, hey, still that makes it feel special. That's somehow. worth the thirty bucks in itself. That cardboard frame. Thank you. I'm glad you're starting to see what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, it was a blast though. Tatum had a blast at the aquarium, which was a, it was a super fun time. Oh man, I can't wait till they make these renovations because there's there, there's a ton of cra- traffic around there, and they show like these mock-ups of what the aquarium is going to look like, and it looks like it's going to be like like a mega aquarium. I'm waiting for that because uh, you know my my wife loves aquariums. We went down there's the Pacific one down in California that's mm-hmm. a pretty nice aquarium, and I'm wondering where ours is going to rate because ours has always been a little. Eh. I hadn't been it's in okay. years, and I actually went the other weekend as well yeah. with some girlfriends. That's super fun. And I was like, you feel like you're a child again. Yeah. Like, you get to touch all the starfish and the sea urchins, yeah. and everyone's so knowledgeable, so you're asking all these different questions. And if you're not, there's like little blurbs right next yes. to it, and you act like you're knowledgeable. You're like, oh, clearly that's the gutter pond fish. I mean, how, how do you guys not Duh. know that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and as an annual member of the Seattle that's Aquarium, right. oh, uh, I'm going to come in and say it's the most amazing aquarium ever. Really? Yeah, I've never Have you been to that. other aquariums? Oh, no, I have. I, I, oh, okay. I mean, I do. I, the only thing I wish they would add is sharks. But the fact mm-hmm. that they have the octopus and the, all the touching stations, it makes me so happy. And they got, for yeah. every kid, as you hear them screaming when they see it, there's, there's Nemo and Dory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, look, look, 
the aquarium, for what they're working with, they do a great job. But they themselves know that they need to get bigger because there are other aquariums that are bigger. And, and, and they will be, Jay. Yeah, they're that's working so, on it. That's why I appreciate Danny being a member and saying cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, they, they're really good with you what they work with. being a hater. Well, I went there when the kids were little, and I was just like, eh, you know, I, see, I had the New England Aquarium to, to compare yeah, it to. Yeah, a bunch of fish. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that was exa- you, it's like you have audio of my comments back then when I went with the kids. Hey, you bunch of fish. Hey, who's the boss? The best part was on Friday morning, so we went on Friday, and I get back from the gym, and my daughter comes up to me and goes, Daddy, I'm not afraid of octopuses anymore. I'm like, <laughs> what, what, did you, what did you give her a binge watch of the James Bond film? I don't understand. <laughs> and I'm just like, I didn't know you were afraid of these in the first place. Like, I was like, what are we doing? Like, she literally calls them octopuses? <laughs> yes. This kid's the best. And I'm like laughing, and I'm just like, did not realize that this was a fear in the first place. And apparently at some point while I was at the gym, she determined that decided that she was scared of an octopus. And I'm like, oh, great. So we get down there. We finally convinced her it's going to be fine. They're not going to attack you. Like, they're behind a giant glass thing. You're going to be good. We park. And as soon as we park, we're like, I don't want to go in there, guys. I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Oh. We just drove to Seattle. I love this kid. This kid does that to you uh, every once in a while. Drops the I don't want to yeah. go here bomb. Batting two for two. Each time we go to Seattle with Tatum, we see someone smoking crack. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> You know, you want your child to be well-rounded. Both times right outside of the veggie grill where we got lunch. It was phenomenal. This time it was a solo guy smoking it right in front of everybody. You're like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is just Ah, uh, Seattle. You know what? You've got the charm that people are drawn to. Then we get in there. We finally convinced her to get in there. We go into a little gift shop. We're like, we'll buy you a stuffed whatever animal. Like, you know, because it's, like, it's fun. Yeah, sure. So we pick whatever stuffed animal <laughs> she you want. She you. You'll buy anything for her. She, she grabs that. the octopus. <laughs> Wait, what? She grabs, Thanks. she grabs the one creature she's afraid yes. of? Yes. She's I like, I her. want pickles. Facing her. The freaking octopus. Pickles the octopus? <laughs> yes. She's facing her fears with pickles. And I was just walking around everywhere with this damn octopus, which was pretty awesome. And then she was fired up to see the octopus. It's like how the way that child's mind works. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? It's kind of funny. I'm glad she didn't freak out, though, because that octopus is large. And it's actually kind of freaky looking. These these are Cthulian nightmarish looking things. I mean, it's not unusual to be afraid of something that looks like an octopus. Yeah. And when it's up on that glass, it looks like it gets bigger than it really is, too. It's like suction cup thing. Yeah. My daughter's now waving at it. (laughs) Best friends. Yeah. like That's her favorite part of the aquarium is the thing she was most scared of. Wow. See, I wish I could be like that in life where, you know, I can easily just give me a stuffed animal and now my fear is done. (laughs) What a strange day, though. She went from being afraid of something I didn't even know she knew existed to then being best friends with the thing. Boy, does that tell you a little bit about just kids, doesn't it? And then we came here at a station. She got to talk into a microphone. And a lot of people are saying that the video is pretty hilarious. And that's on my Instagram as well. I did see that video and I was like... DJ Tatum. I'm I'm not sure who's better at the job, to be honest. I, I mean, I feel like she spoke as well as you do at times. <laughs> it's not better. I want to say that. Well, and technically, she's DJ Tatum. Technically, she's on on my side of the console yep. here, so I, I think I got my pink slip this morning from Steve. Well, I mean, she, uh, she, no. uh, she, I'm just taking after BJ. Like, you know, <laughs> bringing kids into the fold. Let's do it. I do love the fact that you said that would never happen, and she's already looking. Well, I like, never said she wouldn't come to my work. Well, no, but I'm saying you'd never have her as an employee. That was a big selling point to her. Yeah. She's like, I want to see daddy's work. So, oh. Yeah. And was she impressed? Did she think, hey? Well, it was awesome because when we first walked in, there was somebody smoking crack here at the studio. <laughs> it was crazy. Okay, look. Uh, Ryan Castle really <laughs> said, give him more Didn't, notice next time that you come. names. Yeah. Ryan Castle's like, can you let me know when your kid's coming? I don't want you know. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. 
Here's another question from a listener. I have a mountain of credit card bills and consumer debt. Can I still keep my house if I file bankruptcy? Yes, you almost always can keep your home and, and your house, your car in a, in a bankruptcy. Depending on what type of bankruptcy you file uh, would depend on whether or not, for example, you can keep your vehicles if you have payments on them still. You can almost always keep your home if you're current on the payments on your home, even in full bankruptcy. In Chapter 13, uh, you can also keep those items. If you're behind on your house, you could catch your house payments up in a Chapter 13, take off a second mortgage in a Chapter 13. So keeping your, your primary assets like a home and car is almost always possible in bankruptcy. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. And thanks for listening. Giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 